episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 28. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? <laughs> well, we are running on fumes with this episode, Dave, so <laughs> I've got to be honest, it was a very slow episode. So we got the back end of Tanya and Shaq, didn't we? So Tanya's telling everybody who wants to listen about Shark. Shark speaking to uh, some of the guys, mainly Tommy seemed to speak to both of them for some reason. And it was all, you know, we've asked for some other couples to be involved, haven't we? Some, some other, other than Lana and Ron. And I'm, I'm pleased with that. I must admit, but I'm sort of fucking bored because it feels like the same conversations, just a different couple, Dave. You know, it's like. You know, she's going on about Shaq. Shaq. I think Shaq's right. I think she should never have said, you remind me of your ex. I don't know what was going through Tanya's mind to think that that is the right dialogue, you know, to sort of make Shaq aware. Shaq's words, I think, were wrong there. He isn't totally blameless, but it just seemed to be a, something about nothing, did it? And I, I, I must admit, the bastard in me was thinking, please say that the fucking they fell out while she goes to Casa Ramon. They don't reconcile. That would just be great because it just caused, I'm sure Shaq would be going mad thinking, you know, is she doing something or whatever? Just for the drama of it, Dave. But alas, they did sort of come to a truce, didn't they? But there was a point where they weren't speaking and just blanking each other, which I was like, oh, I've been there quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think I, I, I'm starting even more, Chris, to have a real problem with this season. Yeah. You come off maths, don't you? Like, and it's just bang, bang. It's like you're in the ring with Mike Tyson. It's like, yeah, fucking left and a right. And you're like, fucking hell, that's the best he's got. Oh, nope, there's more to come. And you're on this. And honestly, it was just such a night and day transition to come to Love Island. And I'm like... Oh, Shaq's discussing with someone else about this fucking thing. <laughs> Tanya's discussing with someone else about this thing. Oh, they're discussing it together, but not really coming to a solid uh, understanding. You know, they, they're both talking around the problem and not really addressing it. It didn't feel to me like they... It was kind of an uneasy truce. It was like North and South Korea. It's like, all right, we'll stop fighting each other for right now, but nothing's actually resolved. And so, but I was like, fuck's sake. It was almost to the levels of Ron and Lana. You know, when when our screens were dominated by that triangle, and now it's like, ah, oh, this fucking little spat that they've had. We're going to spend the whole fucking episode on this? Chris, I thought it was awful. I thought it was a really low point of an episode. But, yeah, unfortunately, at the at the heart of it, you've got Tanya and Shaq. And I, I just don't think they're listening to each other. They're not hearing what the other one is really saying and reacting to that. They're just kind of fixed into their positions. And they've come to this truce because they don't really want to fight anymore. But, yeah, it's, it's not a healthy thing, I don't think. So, so two points from me. Shit episode <laughs> and shit resolution. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's, I can't argue with that, Dave. I've got a little <laughs> bit of information about Olivia that I've come across. Now, we get the thing that 
you know, Casa is upon us, Dave. And Olivia does say, which I thought was interesting, I'm not shutting off the fact that I might, you know, get with someone. I will not use that. Yeah. On the lines of I'm not using that dialogue. So I'm like, oh, I'm here for this. We need drama. So bring it on. Even, even from Olivia, who's not one of my favourites. However, we know that a lot of these people on this show, Dave, are fucking triads, aren't they? They're, they're absolutely chasing fame, yeah. fortune. We've heard that Olivia's an extreme background. Now, Apparently, Dave, Liam from uh, 2020, 20, Liam and Millie 2019, was it 2020? Uh, uh, Liam and Millie, wasn't that a couple of seasons ago? So couple of 2021, seasons. probably. Yeah, probably 2021. So apparently, Dave, you know when they do the video at the start of like the Islanders, so like one of them might be an air hostess, the next minute she throws a drink on someone and goes, see ya. Or, you know, the guy's a builder on the street and he, like, knocks a wall down and then prances mm. off like they do and it's like, oh, I'm off to Love Island. Well, apparently in Liam's video, he looks up at a hot brunette in a library, Dave, and it's actually Olivia. And apparently oh. she's, she's appeared in quite a bit of the promo for some of the Love Island stuff over the last few years, Dave. So she's absolutely been trying her best to get on, whether she's got favourites or it's just the entertainment company she works for, but definitely she's been trying everything to become relevant on this show. So it's not a surprise, Dave. And if she has got favourites, it's also why she's still there in the show, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, look, she, she's a really good-looking lady or woman. But fucking hell, I did wonder tonight, does she actually bore herself when she speaks? Because she seems to, she'll say something and then she sort of tails off without actually finishing it. And, you know, she has that monotone voice and uh, it's just, oh, I'm so bored with everything. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. And she absolutely gave herself the out there, didn't she? You know, I mean, Kai, to be fair to him, does seem to be um, quite settled. He's doing a good job of fooling us if, if he isn't. But, um, yeah, I'm not buying it from Olivia at all, to be honest. And yeah, just I just found this so dull, just lifeless. Um, which is just in keeping with the whole episode. <laughs> well, I'm not laying up this. The, Chris, this fucking fire. episode was awful. I know it was. I, was it was. Lo- I thought I was at a low point in the last one, but I'm like, fucking hell, they, they are really stretching now, aren't they? Chris, you know how much. You know, I love the Casamore, the Casamorians. You know, it's it's just such a brilliant grenade to just throw into the middle of all these relationships. Chris, I could not give a flying fuck about any of them. And so it, it's just, it's falling flat for me right now. And I think, I'm not sure what it is, whether it's the series itself or just when it's stood up against maths, it, it just falls down massively. Yeah, and and I, you know, I, it's also my fault and for pushing this with with, with this both of them together because you know what I'm like, Dave. I've I've been relentless, but it is night and day. You know, we've we covered maths, and hopefully you guys are listening to our maths coverage. We put up episode nine this evening before this, and I'm the same, and I'm like oh, this, and I had an A4 sheet literally on my phone of notes. Every couple got a mention. You know, we talked about, we walked through everything. It was just so much to unpack. And I'm the same with this. It's just like we're walking through stuff and it's literally like we're on I'm a Celebrity and we're looking for fucking crumbs to eat, Dave. There is literally (laughs) nothing going on. And I think 
I really think prediction-wise that I want Olivia to cheat. I want Shaq or Tanya to cheat because I want some drama. Uh, I think Ron Ron has got to be the one. And it'd be, it'd be, not be brilliant if Lara cheated and Ron didn't, Dave. That would be fucking brilliant. <laughs> I Just to call some proper drama and some proper shit where we can really invest in it and be like, oh, this is great because... We're on week five of eight. We are over halfway now. This is the halfway point of the show. And I cannot honestly say there's been any high points. We've, we've rolled through the same old games. Nothing's changed. We were hoping that the way they sort of did the Australian one before Christmas, there was a few things that worked, a few that didn't. But it was engaging, but it wasn't amazing. Whereas the UK one last August was brilliant. July, August was great. This has had none of it and they've done nothing to change the needle. So I'm I'm with you. It's very difficult to sort of get your pecker up literally for this one, Dave. I've got to be I've got to say <laughs> you don't go up very far, but just to get it up, Dave, you know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be fucking half the battle. But but I, I must admit, it's just monotonous, isn't it? Like you you you're really picking on things. And I saw some people say on Facebook that Actually, the, the the unseen bits, why the hell they don't show that? Like we've speculated and I've said from watching it previously, I've just not got the heart to watch it this series, Dad. I used to quite enjoy Saturday night, just casually watching it while me and Sam are talking, having a drink, and then going, oh, God, why didn't they show that? Why didn't they show this? Oh, he looks like a good person. She looks like a good person. I can't be fucking arsed this time, Dave, I'll be honest with you. So, yeah, the formula has got to change before the summer for me. It really has. It just... Feels that we're, we're, I said it before, X Factor, Britain's Got Talent, we're at that stage for me where it's absolutely saturated, but it just needs something. Bring some heat. I mean, the filming, the middle-aged one, Davina McCall's actually going to be the presenter, mm-hmm. Dave, ex-Big Brother, the actual Love Island spin-off for like, you know, divorced couples and people who are single in the mid middle age and that, which is basically Love Island, as we predicted. I still think me and you should have been the host, Dave, but there you go. So so I got a feeling that might be successful. And I've said this a few times this series. We've always said we want older people in here. But when you watch maths, maths, older people just don't give a shit. And that's why we get the drama of thinking maths, because with some of them, there's no filter. And they'll speak their mind. They've been around the block. They've been pissed about by people in relationships. They're not being nicey-nice. They know what they want, that, you know, They've got a direction and, and they're just not going to stand for it. And I think that's why we get with maths is the conflict of it all. It's just like, it's just ruthless because it's like, I'm not putting up with that. Whereas in Love Island, maths hasn't got the lucrative career that Love Island has. There is something there because you can clearly see on the social media, a lot of the ex-contestants, are, you know, they're selling any old shit at times. But with Love Island, it's a, a massive financial gain. And I just think that is what's ruining the show slightly. Yeah, I mean, it, it It might not be fatigue. It might be just whoever's producing right now. Um, it's just not very good, Chris. Yes. Uh, but if you're listening, uh, if you want to sponsor us, uh, drop us an email at cdcrealitycast.gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll kiss your ass and say you're great. But uh, no, seriously, uh, they're not doing a good job. I mean, Chris, what happened tonight? Tanya and Shaq had a bit of a spat, and we spent way too long on it. And then yeah. we got this silly, fake, fucking sneak out the villa thing to Casa Amor. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Someone posted it on, uh, I think it was on our Facebook page. Some, someone had put on TikTok some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you see the girls, like, sneaking out. Chris, there's, like, 20 fucking production people, cameramen, soundmen, 
sound people, sound camera people, um, everything. And it's like, there's no fucking way anyone's sneaking out of anywhere. It's like a military operation. And you see that and you're just like, oh, God, that's why it feels so fake. You know, we've talked before about the, the in the villa, they do have these kind of hidden cameras. So you can kind of buy sometimes that, you know, they, they forget the cameras are there. Maybe. I don't think in this season anyone's forgot for a second they are. Um, but yeah, when they're sneaking out from the villa, I it's always fake, Chris. But it just felt more fake this time. I, I don't know how how you saw that. But then that's it, isn't it? That that's the whole fucking episode. There you go. Just wrap that up there. Well, you know what, Dave? I think you're right. I think they tried to make it look authentic. So the guys are getting ready, the girls are getting ready to there's no way, continuity-wise, that was filmed at the same time at all. They've shut the guys off in a room and said, you're not allowed to come out. The girls have done the thing. They've done this fucking, like, little adventure thing, like they're running out and they've got, like, one pair of knickers between fucking six of them. What a load of shit, Dave. What a load. I know the guys pack the stuff, but they're all there in the dressing gowns and it's made to look like it's authentic, like you're going right now. I'm the same. We criticise that in the last series and said the same thing, like it's just no way that the guys or the girls, whoever goes to Casa Amor can just escape without somebody just roll, walking out into the pool area as they're pissing off or the front door. They live in a villa. It's not like they're living in some fucking 200, you know, bedroom fucking mansion thing. It's a massive, lovely villa, but it's got like, what, six, maybe five or six rooms like that in the actual villa. So I don't buy it at all. And I think they went for the authentic, oh my God, are the guys going to catch us? But it fell flat. And I agree with you. I think it was even more fake, even though it was supposed to look like it was basically organic and just done contextually. It wasn't. It was fucking absolute shit on toast, Dave. Let's be honest. Let's let's cut the bullshit. <laughs> it's fucking rubbish. There we go. It, there we also, go. Yeah. But also, even if they'd executed it perfectly, Fucking hell, we all know it's coming. We said it in the last episode. <laughs> it's like the fact that they just made it so bad. And I, I just like, you know, come on, that is something you need to change up a little bit. Yeah. And, and so it, I just, I, I just think it's so tired, so fake. There's no point. Just watch a rerun of a previous season, you know? You know what would be good, Dave? And this has come to me in an absolute moment of brilliance. Chris's reality radar is back. You know what they should do for Catter and more, Dave? Not just split up the boys and girls, split the couples up. So you've got boys and girls going in Casa with boys and girls, new boys and girls, and then the same thing. And basically the girls are there watching their friends, boyfriend cheating and vice versa and all that. So that would cause more fucking aggro, Dave. Definitely. That'd be great TV, that, because everyone would be panicking, like, if they were going off for a chat. Like, I'm t- like Lana and Ron, you know what I mean? If, say, he lives there or whatever, and she's like, well, Ron again, the bastard. You know, little things, that'd spice it up, I think, a little bit. Just the way this is going to play out is the same thing. And we always get the no-mark contestants who are just there. <laughs> yeah. We get them, we get the VT of them, and we never see them ever fucking again, do we? Just like, once we don't even see them at the end when they go, because they only come in if they've, like, coupled up with someone. So... Yeah, just fucking shake it up, ITV. You know what I mean? Do something different. Maya Jammer's been getting loads of rave reviews for like a presenting and that, and not just from me, Dave, or, you know, like joking <laughs> aside. But she has, it's, it's felt a bit fresh. So make it fresh, do something different. That That's my idea anyway. 
do something different i think is is the must have and then even if it doesn't work and then the next season you go back you know like coke classic style and we all go oh yeah so good you know i miss this do something fucking different you put in two seasons on now two months of pop four fucking months of the year and you're trotting out the same shit and chris i generally generally genuinely use the right word dave fucking swore at the tv i can't remember <laughs> what the guy's name is i am not writing any of these fuckers names down because i don't give a fuck i'll wait until see if any of them are fucking relevant and then i'll maybe commit them to memory but one fucking bell ends like yeah i'm gonna come in and i'm i'm not trying to step on anyone's toes i was like oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Get a oh, different it's, it's, fucking line of vocab. Yes. Like a little phrase book, Love Island phrase book. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Everything about it, honestly, is just so, so tired. And I'm becoming uh, uh, more and more frustrated by every episode, Chris. So, no, something I, fucking special best happening this cast or more, I tell you. You know, <laughs> what is that? And a I demand haven't even of me. Been shopping. And that's a demand of me that you better fucking get out. No, but I did... <laughs> what was going to put me right off my stroke now, no, Dave. Sorry, going... no. No, no, that was, was it. That was guys... too ITV. I'm not asking you can't fucking do anything about the show, can you? But I wish it's you just... could. It's just oh, shit. No, no. Back... We are finally, it's taken us a few years, Chris. But we have got into our positions, although maybe I'm not sure if you are the, the Love Island super fan defending it still. But I was originally <laughs> supposed to be the Love Island cynic and going on about how shit it was. I'm there. Took us a few years, but that's where I am. <laughs> well, I'm going to agree with you again, Dave. There's no disagreement. The lad who said, I'm going to step on toes. You know what it's like. Even in the real world, I don't care if they've got partners. It's actually Dammy's friend, Dave, from Dublin. So he's one of his mates who's obviously been, you know, given the, the nod or the wink by Dammy, I presume, Dave, you know, pushed him in the right direction to get on the show. So let's see how it plays out that day. I'm not sure, but I'm with you. I can't be fucking bothered looking at the names. Because like I say, there's at least four of them we're never going to see ever again over the when they come <laughs> in the villa. So what's the fucking point? Until they cause a bit of drama and they become memorable contestants, I'm out on these fuckers as well, Dave. So I'm with you. So anyway, Dave, have you got anything else? Because we've got four wonderful emails today. Just the little preview for tomorrow. Um, or, or it was right at the end of the episode, wasn't it? Where we see the girls coming into Casa Amor, uh, or, or into the original villa. The girl, the OG girls are across in, in Casa Amor. And <laughs> fucking Ron's face. And he knows. He's almost on his last chance now. He's made this big play. But you, it was written all over his face. He was like, oh, I'm in fucking trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm calling it now. What was it he said about Sammy? Oh, you might type on paper. One of the girls is a blonde girl. I'm telling you now, Ron's type on paper. Yeah. That's my prediction. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Dave, I want it to happen now. I don't care with him and Lana anyway. I think she's as bad as him. We've seen that. So I hope they fucking absolutely... Get, one of them gets shafted. So well, she's yeah, like, not really had eyes, real eyes for anyone else, though. So I think she she's frustrating because you know it doesn't matter what Ron does. It seems she she'll always go back to him. But yeah, I, I don't think she's really been tempted by anyone. She chose Casey, but that was like a, a head over the heart thing. 
Yeah, yeah that's true. That was to teach him a lesson, wasn't it? And that lasted, as we that know, 12 well, hours. Yeah. Not a nonsense. <laughs> right, so emails. We've had two emails off Abby. One after the other. She was obviously typing and the dinky type. Right, I better send another one. So thanks for the emails, Abby. It says, hi, Chris and Dave. I think Casey's deliberately making a divide with the boys and he's trying to turn them against Ron. I think you both need to look more into people that are going in. They have watched whatever's happened so far and have had time to make a game plan. Funny how Casey went for Lara when she was the damsel in distress of the centre of heartbreak. He also knew who Carl Fogarty was and asked Claudia if that was her dad. Game planning from him, I think. Thanks so much for being entertaining. So I do think that we said it, didn't we? The Carl Fogarty thing was bollocks. I think he's had the nod there because nobody uh, knows that. And then the last bit, Dave, we can reply was basically a one line. She said, just to add, it annoys me how Shaq has the last word on everything. So thank you for that, Abby. Yeah, um, I mean, I can't, I can't look at Casey now without seeing Carl Fogarty. It's very disturbing how much he looks like a young uh, Carl Fogarty. I, I thought it was bullshit because the timing of Claudia coming in as well, I, she's, she's not at any risk whatsoever, but gets to stay in Casa Amor. You know, yeah. and you'd have to think if you're coming in as a as a bombshell at some point. That's got to be the plum time, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. the plum time just happens to be the daughter of someone famous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> it's not good, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. And the next one, Dave, is from Vera. Now, this is he's not necessarily, well, this isn't about this series, but it's a recommendation. Love Island USA recommendation. Hi, Chris and Dave. I've been listening to the pod since you covered season three of Love Island US. Love Island in the US has been shitty. However, this recent season was a step in the right direction. I highly recommend you watch Love Island USA Season 4. The cast is much more likeable than past season. One issue I'd warn you about is the amount of dumpings, but it was worth it for me. Thanks, Vera. So thank you for that, Vera. A few people have said that, haven't they, Dave? But at the time, we, we had a few things we were covering, didn't we? And obviously, we can't do it at the moment. So <laughs> don't, don't, Dave. I'm not going to suggest it. It's not me. Just hold on a sec. I was just trying to tighten this noose here. <laughs> 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 Thank yeah. you, Vera. No, good recommendation. Yeah, not going to watch it though. Unless, <laughs> you know, definitely not at the minute. No, not at the minute. Definitely not. So, the, and the last email is from uh, Andy. Who's looking for love? Don't forget, some of us predicted Tanya would strain Castle and more a few weeks ago. Here's my theory: why the whole series has been so boring. It used to be they cast people who at least pretended to be looking for a long-term relationship. Not anymore. Who here wants to settle down? Not Kai, not Olivia, not Sammy, definitely not Tom and not Ron. Obviously not Lana if she wants Ron. Not Tanya, maybe Shaq, maybe Jesse, maybe Will. They should just change the name of Winter Series to Holiday Romance Island. The stakes couldn't be any lower. Is it bad casting or bad producing? Either way, it's bad. Hopefully Casa Ramore gives us a couple we care about. Andy in Seattle. So I think that pretty much sums it all up, Dave. That's the consensus, yeah. unfortunately, at the moment. It's... It's too obvious, and we and we talked about this on the our maths episode uh, today. Was Harrison and Shannon? Shannon's different perspective, but Harrison basically outed himself as just being on there for the fucking fame. There was no logical <laughs> reason, and and he didn't even hide it. Other than saying, "Well, I've only come on here to to be in the TV show," and and it also showed some of the other contestants are willing to put up with shitty behaviour just to stay in the experiment because it makes them more famous in Australia and that. So, yeah. 
it's too obvious, I think, now, guys, unfortunately. It's a platform for so many things. But I know we're like a broker record. I'm sorry to keep saying it. But because there's just nothing I'm invested in, I just it just feels so obvious what's going on, sadly. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get involved in this, Andy, and Castro Moore will bring the heat. And I'm happy to eat humble pie and go, you know what? It's been slow burning. It's been a bit crap, but this is what I'm here for. I really hope we get some proper drama. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, I, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great point. I, I think, did you notice, Chris, be, because we'd had this popularity vote, <laughs> people like Tom and Kai and that, or, or less so Kai, but it seemed to be the phrase of the episode was how we'd work on the outside. And I haven't really heard that much in this season, but it seemed to be that because everyone, because the unpopular couples, and then even that that uh, doubt seeps out into the other couples as well. Everyone was talking about how they'd work on the outside. I just thought it was such a cynical play for the viewership to say, okay, you, you're unpopular, you don't believe in us, but we, we really believe in this relationship and you know we think we'll work on the outside. I, I thought it was such an obvious tactic. I, you know what? I've never picked up on that. It's gonna, that'll stand out like a sore thumb when I watch tomorrow's episode, Dave, without a doubt. Well, it was just tonight, really. I, I, it seemed to be repeated over and over about being you know working on the outside and uh, you know we know in previous seasons they've talked about that but it just seemed to be over the top in this one and and like I say right off the back of the popularity vote which Olivia doesn't doesn't understand at all no no Dave no uh, so thank you guys as always if you want to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com film us on social media at cdrealitycast Please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, and come and join the chat over there. As always, big thanks to Charlene as we go into another week moderating the page for us. Um, if you want to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honor is made music Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren. Tracy, Lucky Lulu Green, and Ken Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. We go into another week, and we've got more maths to watch as well, Dave, haven't we, tomorrow? So it's uh, it's all fun and games. Now, there is an upside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um, have you mentioned about the community chat that you set up? Oh, I haven't, actually, no. Um, so, yes, so we've got an option. I think it's because the community's grown now that on Facebook there is, like, a community chat. So... I think you can you can join on there, guys. You should have a request in your Facebook message request there. And it's up to you because it is a long thread, but basically everyone's just talking about the shows, different things, and it sort of keeps it, hopefully it keeps some of the spoiler stuff off the front page as well. So it's up to you whether you've got your notification on if you want to join it. But it did come up as a, as a request with me, and I requested it and set it up. It's in there. Everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. The chat's all friendly. It's a bit like the old-style forums, but... It's just like Messenger, but everyone's involved. So if you want to join it, it's a good way, and hopefully it stops. I know a few people get frustrated with some of the spoilers that are posted, which we try. We know we can't get rid of it because it's like, uh, you know, chip chip fat paper the next day, newspaper, you know, because some people don't watch it at the same time. So they, we, we can't moderate that, guy. So hopefully this helps everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, in, the, in that chat, everything's a spoiler. Or yeah. potential spoiler. So, you know, if you haven't watched the episode or whatever, don't go in there. 
Whereas yeah. with Facebook, it's a bit your your newsfeed and stuff is it's a bit easier, isn't it? You know, if yeah. you scroll in past, then you'll see something. So yeah, I think I think it should be a good thing. Yeah, it will. And if it, as long as it thing is, everyone's nice, which everyone is on our page, it's, it'll carry on. It's been it's been good fun so far. Just good good for everyone to have a chat. It's a bit like. What we have over on Discord for our patrons, Dave, isn't it? It's just a chat group. Everyone's just chatting. And I think it'll be good when the shows are on live or when people are watching it because people can like react straight away, which is good. Yeah. Well, mate, thank you very much. Uh, and thanks for being my sounding board for that uh, little <laughs> rant there. So hopefully, you know, Casa Amora, Casa Amora, Casa Amora brings the heat. Uh, or else I may well just spontaneously combust in the next episode. So <laughs> thanks to you. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to everyone who supports us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.